So, part two. A quick recap. The end of part two, we see this question that I've been asking about who are we? Who is this body that we, I am part of? This body of this born again body. And in the Gospel of John in chapter 10 and 17, we see a clear emphasis for me from Jesus, which is about the oneness of him and his father. And also not just the oneness of him and his father, but also in First John, we see a oneness that we have because the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit are one. And as I continue to look and to really seek after more information about this foundation, um, I came across, I was led to, I should say, Ephesians 2, and specifically verses 10 to 19. But I want to first start in verse 1, where we see Paul describe something about who he was. And he says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. And for me, this is something about who we are as individuals. Paul says that he was an apostle, but he says he was apostle by the will of God, not his own will. In verse 3 of that same Ephesians 2, he goes on to say, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. In verse 4, he says, as, Just as he chose us in him for the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame. And again in verse 5, having predestined us to the adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself. I really did see this us here, which in verse 10, we there is still the emphasis of, for we are his workmanship, creating in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Then in 11 and 12, we have a very brief description of where the Gentiles were called to the uncircumcised, separated from Christ, alienated from the Commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenant of promise. Then we see this almost like explosion in verse 13, where it starts off with, but now in Christ Jesus. This, but now. It's almost like a behold moment, a place where Paul is placing or is giving us something really quite special about this new place. But now in Christ Jesus, who you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the blood of Christ for he himself is our peace. And I'm 
let's look at what I, what we mentioned in we we just really briefly went over in the first part where we talked about these voices and these voices not really bringing any peace. But in Ephesians 2 verse 14, we see that he himself is our peaceful. And I was asking, why are you my peace? And it goes on to say, for who has made us both one. Paul is showing us this bringing together. But he also goes on to say, has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. Wow. And I just looked at the word hostility and it, it's, it's really a word that really encompasses encompasses this thing of preventing two from coming together. Let's look at the world we live in now. We see so many competing voices of identity, but rarely do these voices come together. Rarely do these voices speak about how important those voices are important, what we are hearing actually needs the other. Anyway, as we go on in Ephesians 2, we continue to see who Jesus Christ is, what this peace actually is about. What is the outworking of this peace? And he says in 15 that he might create in himself one man, new man in place of two. So making peace. And we go on. And Paul, as a Jew, is speaking to Gentiles in 18. He says, for through him, Jesus Christ, we both, we both have access in one spirit to the Father. And 19 is, is fast becoming my favourite verse. So that, so then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. It's almost like there's this new house. And in this new house, this one new man in the place of two in this new house we both have access in one spirit to the father in this new house we are fellow citizens in this new house we are no longer strangers in this new house we are no longer aliens we are now part of a new household the household of god and those places of division those places of hostility which let's remind ourselves is that greek word which relates to preventing two things from coming together has now been in Jesus Christ broken down the walls of color culture nationality languages do I need to go on broken down this is now our new identity are we really got hold of that new identity have we this does not in any way invalidate any experiences in these places of color identity color ability or disability nationality language sexuality which is another thing which has so many dimensions of it no, 
but it is the starting point of reconciliation because Jesus is the starting point, is the point of reconciliation. And he is the foundation. So, as I really, to be honest, start thinking about part three, um, let's spend a little time thinking about this new man, this new household, this household of God, which has no longer some things that we really are important for our soul, our spirit, our life. So, part three to come. Thank you.